How you feeling? I am a little tipsy. <laughs> and by a little, I mean like a lot tipsy. <laughs> uh, without naming names, I went to a happy hour this evening. Without naming names? Yeah, of the company. I went to a company <laughs> you happy hour. I mean, I could. I know I could. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Why? Uh, uh, Jude, come on. But they had. Lots of Malibu, Malibu-based cocktails. <laughs> and uh, let's just say I knew the bartender very well. So he was like, thank you, Linus. Thank you, Linus. And I was like, hello, hello, hello. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't wait I'm for you to so listen sorry. to this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is, this is... Don't cut any of this I'm, out. Oh, man. Oh, she, Alex is <laughs> putting her hand out for me to shake it. Come on. Sh- should I shake it, ladies and gentlemen? They're saying yes. Oh, my God. I A heard gentleman's it. Gentlemen's <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. I will not cut any of this. Oh, boy. Okay. As Alex grabs another tissue yeah, because I'm, she's I'm, had an allergic reaction to a dog I think and I'm or having, allergies. I think it's a combination of both. Combo of both. Hashtag worth it? Question mark. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Um, yeah, I'm having lots of allergies, so I'm sorry if I have to blow my nose and if that grosses people out. Um, What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband oh, and Wife Talk oh. Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And my wife has allergies. allergies. <laughs> um, and today's podcast is brought to you by Zyrtec. Yes. Thank you, Zyrtec. <laughs> JK. For doing all the things I don't know what you do. Exactly. <laughs> I typically don't take allergy medicine. You don't take... We don't take any pills here. No. I, I, I don't, typically. Um, but... You know what's really... Sorry, real quick. Caveat. <laughs> It was really funny when our brother-in-law was living with us. He was feeling shitty, and he's like, "Do you guys have any Advil or anything?" And like, we both kind of looked at each other, like, eh, "We don't. I don't take aspirin. I don't take. If I'm <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> if I if I do feel ill, I will take a Dayquil or a Nyquil or over-the-counter meds, but we don't stock them in the house, yeah. per se. I don't have aspirin, I don't have Aleve, yeah. I don't have Tylenol. Well, yeah, typically you take, people take Aleve and those kinds of things to numb pain, and depending on what that pain is, like, my my philosophy is if it's body pain, don't numb it, because you could make it worse. Yeah, you could I push don't, yourself past yeah. the limit of pain, because you feel no pain. Yeah, I mean, I wake up every morning in pain. But I don't take anything because usually by the time it's like 11 rolls around, I'm... I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Really? (laughs) Care to expound? (laughs) I'm trying to remember the rest of the words of that song, but I don't like Kesha's music, so (laughs) I don't... 
Do you remember that song? Wake up in the morning, morning feeling, feeling like P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Are those the right words? Put something bottle out to something. I'm about to hit this city. Br- I when I wake, brush my teeth with a <laughs> bottle of Jack. Yeah, okay, we, so we're I'm, done. Yeah, no. well, I don't like her music. <laughs> well, Kesha's had a very hard career, mm-hmm. to be fair. So if there are any Kesha fans out there, we understand what a terrible career she's had. I think life. Wasn't she abused? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she had a hard. Yeah, she had a hard career, like yeah. hard life, also. But I can appreciate her as a human and feel sorry for her as a human, but <clears throat> not enjoy her music. Yeah, I mean, music. I, just don't I like her voice. I say this all the time, and I don't think it's sad enough. I think musical taste is like food taste. If you like spicy food, you are not gonna like. It's the same with music. Like, if you like spicy, like, what is the equivalent of spicy music? <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't, it doesn't really, it doesn't um, translate. Like, do you, like, there are people who are like only, like, I'll only eat burritos and McDonald's and Burger King. And I feel like music is the same way. I only listen to fucking Pitbull, DMX, and Tupac. Because when I think of spicy food, I'm like, I, I'm not a big fan of like overly spicy food. And I feel like the same people that are like, I love spicy food. Okay, okay. Well, now it's... we're generalizing and making weird connections with food and music. But Basically, I, if you I, like I, spicy I... food, you like Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that's not the case. I'm just kidding. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Let's, um, we are talking about um, getting older mm-hmm. because I am leaving my 20s. <sighs> And entering my 30s. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about that? Uh, Let's start with Wednesday Wisdom themed around getting older slash birthdays. What's your wisdom for us? Uh, Well, this is very birthday centric. (laughs) Um, Lean into getting older. I feel like um, when I was... I had a hard time in my early 20s. I had a hard time in my early 20s. Uh, or Sorry, not early 20s. Like mid to late 20s with like getting older. I had a really hard time. Yeah. Um, you were there for that. You yeah. saw what I was going through. And it really kind of freaked me out. And the older I get what now... What freaked you out about it? I mean, what freaked me out was I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life. I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. Um, what I was trying to be doing wasn't working out. So like, I just felt like a huge failure. Yeah. And so, um, you know, going through all of that in my mid to late twenties was like really hard on me, uh, mentally because I just felt, you know, we talked about how comparison is, is the thief of joy. I was just comparing myself to everyone else. And I was like, I'm not where I want to be, you know, and and it wasn't until we moved to New York when I was 29, um, and Did this, moved to New York when you, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was 29. Yeah. Um, er, well, tw- yeah, no, early, we yeah, I was 29. Cause I, yeah. Yeah. That I really kind of found myself yeah. and I've really hit a stride and I'm doing what I want to be doing. and I love my life. So like my thing is like lean into getting older, even though it is hard because you don't know what's around the corner. You, you could discover this whole new life path and have this whole career and yeah. or be successful or find love or there's so many opportunities around the corner. Yeah. If you just, you know, realize that getting older is a part of life and you're becoming smarter, you if you're learning from your mistakes and you're constantly trying to 
educate yourself and if you can lean into it, it's a cool thing. I've, you know, uh, I'm finding more gray hairs on the side of my head and gray hair in my beard, and I'm, I'm enjoying it because I feel like it's a, it's like a badge of honor to get older, and we're lucky to grow old. Yeah. Um. So yeah, lean into getting older. That's great, and and I've noticed a change in you because you, um, oftentimes in the past you speak, uh, poorly of yourself, and it's a negative thing of. Um, you like jokingly make fun of yourself for being an old man. Um, but it's not joking. It's like one of those like, oh, I'm just covering up my insecurities with oh, this joke. Oh, is that, yeah. Would you disagree? Uh, because that's, no. how it, that's how it came across. I think earlier, now when I say I'm an old man, I... Well, no, that's... Yeah, what, yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. It's yeah. in the past. Totally. Yeah, I was very insecure about yeah. getting older, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which it was just it's just kind of backwards to me because then you were like, but I can't wait to get gray hairs, but I'm so old. Yeah, I mean, I think every man coming out of their twenties is a little insecure, unless you you know have life figured out. I think a lot of people are insecure about their age. Yeah, I have never really been one that's been worried or upset with my age or feeling like I'm old. I mean, I still feel like I'm 24. Because when when we moved to New York, I was twenty four. I still feel like I'm twenty four. Yeah, I mean, can can like I talk legit, about when I go take a dance class and then someone tells me that they were born in <laughs> like two thousand and one? I'm like, oh, oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was... or when I go to take a dance class and I'm feeling a little more tired or more not as like sprightly as I used to be. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not twenty four anymore. <laughs> But my mentality and my mood and energy, like I feel like all the things up here, I can't see, but I'm pointing to my head, is 24. Yeah. Some things from like years down <laughs> is not 24 anymore, no, but still. Everything from years down is perfect. <laughs> I love it. You're very kind. Yeah. No, and I, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying no, it's it not. No, it is. It definitely is. Um, can I talk for a second about <clears throat> your you feeling young? Because sure. like my perception of you um and i think I, other people would agree if anyone out there is listening please chime in um i feel like <laughs> what are we they're gonna call in yeah <laughs> in the yeah but I, but i also feel like you're a lot older mentally yeah than always... than people that are like significantly older like you're the way you think about life and the way you approach life and yeah. the way you like treat your body and the way you interact with other people and the way you yeah. get is like very much i always use the term for you like when i'm talking about you to other people is like that term like you're an old soul yeah um so it's cool to hear you think about yourself as like a 24 year old because like you but i also I, am, I do recognize that i do have i do have a mentality sometimes of an older person and i realize that i have had a lot of life experience and that I I know that I'm a, I'm mature for my age or a mature person. I'm not sure if it's for my age or just mature. And I do I do know that I think growing up, like the way my parents raised me, um, I think specifically more my dad because my dad was more spiritual than my mom. But just having this this specific outlook on life, um, I think has kind of given me that quote unquote wisdom or mature. Um, for my age, what it would. Old soul. Old soul. That's what yeah. you said. Yeah. Old soul. 
Yeah, and I think it's it's cool for me to hear you say like you feel you kind of forget that you're older, mm. which is super important, but you also have the mindset of someone like much wiser than yeah. most people, I would say your age. Yeah. Um and you're coming up on 30. 30. This girl I this uh girl in my yoga studio just turned 24 and she was like, "I just turned 24. I'm so old." I was like, "What?" <laughs> No, you are 24 years young. Yeah. Like I have always felt that old is when you're like a grandparent in your 70s. Yeah, that's and what I feel. And even still, like 70 is still not that old. Yeah, I mean, and with technology think, and science. Yeah, if you think about like the lifespan that humans are living now. If you're 20s, lucky, you get 100 years. Oh, I mean, I'm, I, I think, I don't know. I would average, assume that people die in their 80s and 90s but. yeah that's typical my family lives to be 100 all the time so i'm gonna outlive except everyone. for your grandfather oh uh, my dad's side yeah yeah not on my not on my grandmother uh, yeah no on my on my dad's side my great-grandfather lived to be 99 oh great-grandfather yeah 99 99 99 my grandfather lived not as long but he had like a stressful lifestyle he was a accountant to hollywood stars Ooh. yeah he wrote a book actually i didn't know that yeah he wrote a book about accounting for uh enter- the entertainment business what i did not know yeah. that yeah. Oh, learn something new every yeah, day yeah it's crazy but like yeah so kind of coming back to it i you are way wiser not way wiser just like wiser and smarter than a lot of people i would think um in certain areas of your life and i'm curious to hear your thoughts on turning 30 yeah um because i know where i was at yeah um i still didn't know so for me like i didn't i still didn't know what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. i kind of i kind of like had an idea um coming from someone that knows what they want to do with their life and has been moving towards it for since you were 19 years old where are you at mentally uh Besides having an allergic reaction to oh gosh, this something. Is rough. This is rough. Um, yeah, you know, I I have two different thoughts. One is I'm very much looking forward to my 30s. I hear they're the best. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not fearful of turning 30. I don't feel like, oh, like how the 24-year-old is like, yeah. I'm, I'm funny. so... Um, I definitely do not feel that way. I'm looking forward to it. But I do feel that societal pressure of... I never thought that I would be in this point in my life. In this point in my life. Like I, I, didn't, I thought that I would have a steady career by now. Um, and I think that that is something that used to happen probably 50 years ago. Like people were married, kids, probably second kids in their, in their career. Right. Um, that was just such a different time. And I think it, society is slowly starting to shift and, um, there's not as much society pressure to have kids when you're so young or have kids by a certain age. Um, well, I would, can I just real quick, I I would echo that like a lot of women in New York city that are working different when you're in, not just in New York, but like a metropolitan city. Yeah. Any major city, women are having kids a lot later. Yeah. So like, cause it's a career focused city. 
Yeah. Um, Same in San Francisco. San Francisco, Chicago, uh, you know, every major city in the U.S., Denver, like people are having kids way later. Yeah. They say that there's a correlation with education and the number of kids that people have. Um, Interesting. I'm not saying that's the case at all. I'm just saying like. Yeah. yeah, women are having... But, yeah, when we first started dating, I and when I was seven, 18, I thought that I wanted to be a young mom, so what? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I thought that I wanted to be a young mom, so I thought, oh, when you turn 30, when I'm 25, mm. we'll start to have kids. Yeah. And then we moved to New York. And everything when changed. When I was 24, <laughs> when you were 29, and then when you turned... like, and Then I was like, fuck no, like... Maybe when I'm 30. Maybe when I'm 30. And now that's approaching and it's like, oh, <laughs> maybe when Jude's 30. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jude is going to live to 30, yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, and but then, so I have that mentality, that aspect yeah. of like, it's okay. Like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be or, or excuse me, not where. I'm not where I thought I was going to be. Right, right, right. And that's fine. I'm happy with where I am. But then there is also that little part of not necessarily kids. It's more about my career right mm, now mm-hmm. um, where I love everything that I'm doing, but it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. And so, and I think that's also why I still feel 24 is because I'm in these part-time jobs that for me have turned into a career, but I started them as like teaching on the side when I was an undergrad to support myself through college. And Um, you're good at it. So then it becomes a thing and people want more of it. Yeah. So then that turned into the, into a career and I never thought (sighs) dancing ginger. I never thought about dancing ginger until Tony said, you need to start a blog. (laughs) Um, And even then I never thought that it would turn into what it is now. Yeah. So that, that definitely kind of put things in a different place and that made my job kind of move into a career rather than just like this is a side thing that I yeah. do for cash. Um, but, you know, that's what happens when you get out of grad school is you have to – or sorry, out of undergrad. If you're not working at the time, like you're in the real life now, you got to work. So, yeah. Um, so that's why I kind of feel – that's I think that's why I still feel like I'm 24 at times is because – I'm doing, I'm still doing the things that I was doing mm-hmm. when I was 24. Um, but then, like I said, there's the other part of me where I'm not in a career that I want to be in and I know what I want, but. You have, you have to be patient. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I will be. And I, and I feel like I, I know. am. I mean, um, but that's so I do feel a little of my own pressure cause I recognize that society gives me a little pressure, but I'm trying to ignore it. Um, but I am like, okay, I'm I'm going to be 30. Like, I think it's time to shift. And, you know, and grad school obviously helps because I, I want my career to be, I want to be a professor at a university. Um, so, and that's always been my, my end goal. Um, and you can't do that without your master's. So now that my master's is ending, um, I'll definitely be focusing on that more. Um yeah, and it's weird because I don't have any excuses now. Because before it was like, well, I don't have my degree. Like, I can't apply for this job. Um, but now I don't have any excuses. I mean, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd also like to caveat this with like, okay. there's a lot of major life events happening in the next two months. Like you're mm-hmm. turning 30, you're finishing your thesis, mm-hmm. you're finishing your thesis project, mm-hmm. you're uh, traveling back and forth to California to yeah. do your low residency program. Yeah. You're writing. I just got back from Tel Aviv. Just got back from Tel Aviv after a month. <clears throat> <clears throat> so like, you know, and you're and now you're considering what your life is going to look at with your career. We are thinking about having children. Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot of life stuff going on. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's, 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 it's scary, I would say. Yeah. And like, also it's very scary. It's yes. also like very exciting. And like, there's no reason that, um, sorry. No, it's all good. Keep talking. No, I was gonna say, there's no reason Masks my sound. that you should, um, worry about where you are in your life you know because I, like yeah and um, i know i know that you well easier easier said like than broad done, scope but... you don't but also like when you're laying in bed at night i know that you do think of these things yeah. Yeah. um and you know we both struggle with comp- comparison and oh, like yeah. i we think talked, that, yeah. i think this last year for me watching how you operate in life has been inspiring because like I hear we, you and I talk about privately about how comparison is not a good thing. And like, you know, between, no, but I'm also like, I want to talk about between you and me. Oh yeah. If we look at the scope of all the things that you've accomplished in your life and going to school, like it's kind of hard to not compare myself to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it is funny because, it's hard. It's hard for me because, like, you, I I see all of these things that you're doing, and when I talk about you to the people, I'm like, she's the most incredibly hardworking like person I've ever met. Like, she's getting her master's. She has three different jobs. She's mm-hmm. dancing all the time. She's driven and like doing all these crazy things. And like, I'm like, and I'm just like this dude uh, that got you know lucky enough to marry above my pay grade. Hear me out. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I So, you know, there are, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way about you. There are a lot of people that look at you and are like, I wish you could be doing what she's doing. But yeah. the problem yeah. with our, the way society works is like, no one ever tells you those things. They all just think it privately. So like, yeah, I mean, and, and by the, you know, I, it's just, it's hard to not compare yourself. And I have found myself feeling very, um, comparison heavy when i look at all of your life accomplishments based on my own so um well that's kind i guess yeah no it, it's compliment? it's a con- yeah it definitely is a compliment you've done s- in, an insane amount of work and had a job and been a wife and <laughs> you know it's, it's crazy so yeah what, i mean may i yeah go for it um well it's I think that you need to give yourself some a lot more credit because even though you may not have like on paper, no, on paper, you definitely have accomplished just as much, if not more than me, because it's just been different. You started a company in New York, which is hard to do. And now it's thriving and you are able to support yourself financially on it 100%. And you're, you're, it's growing so much that you have to hire other people which is amazing and you're and it's funny because 
I look at you and I'm like, oh, he's in his career. He knows what he wants to be doing for the rest of his life. And he's doing that now. And while meanwhile, I, as I mentioned, love everything that I'm doing, but it's not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Hmm. And, and that's the main reason, one of the main reasons why I'm, I'm ready to leave New York is because I feel like my career is in California and I'm like, ah, Corey's in it and he's doing what he wants and I'm not, and I don't want to say I'm not doing what I want because I like what I'm doing, but yeah, it isn't what I want, I guess forever. Yeah. I mean, and that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. And And I, and I think that it's, we're just, our paths are so different that you can't compare them because grad school. Yes. Is impressive. And that's, Great is great, but starting a company in New York and having it thrive and having it support yourself financially because so many people do film as their passion and then they have a, another job right. and they have to do both. And how lucky are you that not only are you able to do film full time, but it's your company that you created. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think about that a lot. Um, but you know, even though, I mean, and thank so you for saying that. For you to compare no, but also to like, but also like I admire you and like I look up yeah. to you. So like there are, and there are just moments where I'm you. like, am I, am I really doing all the things I could be doing? You know, and you're like an inspiration to like work harder and be a better, <laughs> like none of this would have happened if I, if we hadn't started dating. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, if no, you for sure. If you I wouldn't be here. To, if you hadn't moved to New York with me when we said we were going to like for that brief moment where I was like, okay, well I'm going if you're not going and that's fine. We'll do long distance. Five years, almost six years later. Fuck. No, I can't I be here. I can't imagine. I have had the most depressed days in New York that I've ever had in my life. Like yeah. no way would I have gone through all of that without you. Like, no way. Yeah, but also, like, I... And this is this is where it kind of gets, like, semi-emotional for me, is, like, all of the things that we've been through leading up to moving before we moved to New York, and, like, this is, like, sappy, but, like, I... You gave me the gift of a passion that I'll carry for the rest of my life. And it's, like, crazy to think about the fact that I fought you on it. Like, to begin with. Oh, you mean, like, moving like, to New York? Like, yeah, moving here. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to move to New York. And, like, what a dumb motherfucker. No, I know, but, like, also, like, I I just... I, and this... We're kind of getting off topic here, but, I like, I just... Yeah, I just, like... Yeah, I just... I'm so grateful for everything you do. So, the fact that you're not where you want to be turning 30 doesn't mean like i didn't figure it out either like a lot of people don't figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. and you know what you want to be doing and now the path i think the path before you is like very clear and yeah and uh it's it's all kind of coming to a head now that you're graduating so uh what are you looking forward to uh moving into your 30s well, I hear from multiple sources that it's your best years (laughs) is that that what you hear um and it's funny i've um one of the podcasts I listen to, she, um, it's Caitlin Brister. She's an old uh, bachelorette. And, she's an old. Oh. Um, and she's in her, I think she's 32. But she talks about how a lot often, um, a lot often, a lot. <laughs> um, she talks about how she found herself in her 20s. And she just, um, or like didn't really find herself in her 20s. 
until she was 30, then she kind of like understood who she was and whatnot. And I'm, and I listened to it and I'm like, well, I feel like I know who I am. I feel yeah. like I know myself. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you, you know, know yourself very well. Everyone's different, but I'm interested into, I'm interested to see what personal growth comes from, um, in my thirties. And, um, so everyone goes through what's called Saturn return when they're in their 30th year of their life. Um, and I don't know a lot about astrology. I'm kind of numb in that, um, area, but our friend Amanda is very well, um, we had her on the podcast. On the Go podcast. listen to if it. If you have not heard it, it's amazing. Um, and sh- I was with her this past weekend. It's so funny because I was <clears throat> talking about her today about astrology signs. Really? Yeah. Like. Wait, you were texting her today? I was talking about, about her, her oh, today. I was, like, I was texting her today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was talking to her about my birthday and turning 30 and um, she was like, oh, it's your Saturn return. And. I was like, tell me more about the Saturn return because people keep telling me this and I'm not exactly sure. And <clears throat> she said, a lot of people. <laughs> Corey just dropped the roll of toilet paper and it just rolled away. <laughs> oh boy, at least you just cleaned the floors. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> That's a lot. Don't, don't I can use some of that. You don't have to on the floor, it. bro. Go for it. You're a fucking snot rider right now. I know. So Saturn Um, return. uh, Saying that a lot of people feel the energy. So I, and I'm sorry for all the people who know about astrology. I'm not going to speak in the best of terms. So if you don't know what astrology is, look it up for yourself. (laughs) Don't listen to me. (laughs) So I give you love astrology. But, um... When you are born, Saturn is in a specific place. In the galaxy. In the galaxy. And in your 30th year, it has made its full way around. So it's back in the place where it was when you were born. And then energetically, that means that things are shifting. It affects things. Magnetically. Yeah. So um, she said, let me pull it up. Um, She said that specifically my Saturn is in Capricorn, and it's in rulership, this sign. Lucky you. In rulership? (laughs) And you're like, hey, uh, please explain. And it is in rulership in this sign. And I was like, okay, cool. What? (laughs) (laughs) And she says, this gives great power and movement to the Saturn energy in your life. So to me, I read that as, oh, so it's good that Saturn is in Capricorn, and it's now in my Saturn return. That means more great power for me um capricorn is found in your sixth house i don't know anything about houses but listen to our other podcast with amanda <laughs> and she will tell you <laughs> um this is the house that rules areas of life related to how you regiment yourself your routines health fitness work habits pets service and sense of usefulness mm. it is such a powerful place for the planet to do its work, it's no surprise that you excel when it comes to your profession and being able to do all that you do. You bring maturity to how you organize yourself around health and your fitness regimens. Couldn't like, agree more. Cool. Um, so does that mean because I'm going into my sudden return that all of my routines, health, whatever is going to amplify? 
And she said, uh, and then, then I also said, is, um, are there any downsides to Saturn return? Because when we were talking about it briefly in the car, she mentioned, uh, like that's, it's typically because of the way the energy is, a lot of people start to feel like family, career, um, moving forward mm. and it's like a new decade, I guess, um, is natural to think of those things as well. Um, and she said, it's specific to each person, meaning is it, can it be negative? Uh, but the overarching circumstance is that Saturn is coming to the forefront of your energetic space right now. The Saturn return makes you focus on Saturn related subjects. And for you, it's those six house matters that bring you discipline and seriousness of the Capricorn temperament. You're being asked to take stock and start to mature. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Saturn makes you pause and acknowledge time. It's serious and focused. And so that's specific to all people in their Saturn return. Saturn makes you pause and acknowledge time. It's serious and focused. Hmm. And then she also said Saturn can bring a bit of melancholy and heaviness with it, which is understandable. Yeah, and you've been you've been somewhat melancholy and yeah but yeah (laughs) i say somewhat yeah Yeah. no i have yeah Um, you've you've been i mean i think it's a combination of i was just about to say i don't know if that's specifically saturn energy right i don't buy into astrology a hundred percent i think i think there's something to magnetic energy of the planets and stuff like and i'm not in any way discounting all of that information because i i think but I the ancients my, had. I think my melancholiness has been from coming back from Tel Aviv, stress from this, losing Tony and Sarah. Like, there's a lot of different. things. Oh, you're however, under a shitload, a shitload of however, pressure. This energy that's coming towards me could also be putting a little extra pressure on me. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting because recently, I would say in the last like six months to the t- six months, I've been having a lot of like baby fever if you will Mm. and um we both know that we want kids and we've known that we want kids for a long time we we lived with um one of our best friends who has now she's almost fucking 12 can you believe that yeah she moved in when she was one one she moved in with us when she was one we moved out the day she started kindergarten or the day the week before she started yeah yeah we moved to new york uh, no, she was already in kindergarten. Jew degrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I moved to Fullerton, she was starting yeah. kindergarten, I think. Um, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, no, that's not that's not true at all. She didn't start kindergarten until she was in San Jose. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah, you're it was right, right, you're right. right when we moved right, to New York. Right, 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 when we right, moved right, to New York, right, she was starting right, kindergarten. You're right, you right. Oh, that never happens. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Um... So anyway, we, we got to live with our, we'll call, we call her our niece. Um, yeah. Alexis isn't your best. She's our sister. Yeah. yeah. I just call her my sister. When <laughs> I, when I talk to people about what Alexis is to me, she's just my sister. Yeah. And Addie's my niece. Same. Um, I was trying to be technically correct. Yeah, well, you do that a lot. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's your anyway, Saturn rising. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, so we, and it, my point is, is that we have seen a baby grow up essentially and it's amazing and we know that we've wanted it and, but we also know like now's not the time. Um, and I was telling someone else, um, 
about how I've been having a lot of like baby fever recently. And they said, well, yeah, like biologically, biologically your body body is ready and asking for you and wants it. So that's normal. Um, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) What? Maybe. No. No. (laughs) No. I mean... No. <laughs> You're having a hard You're time with that. Me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I definitely am. I, yeah, have a kid tomorrow. I know you would. My body's telling me that it needs a little bit longer. <laughs> I don't think it is, based on everything you just said leading up to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But recently, I've been having a lot more, or a lot more feelings. And on Mother's Day, we Facetime your mom, and she was with your grandmother, her mom. And it was so sweet. She was holding this picture of Billy that she, um, Billy is our nephew, yeah. who um, Tiffany's, uh, Corey's sister, printed it out for her. And it was just so sweet to see your grandmother hold a picture of her great-grandson. And all of a sudden I was like, we need to have kids <laughs> right now so that she can have another grand great-grandkid. I know. Um, I know. It definitely like fired things in me. Um but I wish you would tell me more about the when you have I those did. feelings. Yeah, but like also like you just kind of said it in passing. Because we were uh, facetiming your mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, again, I, I'll have a kid whenever. I know you. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Let's get a dog first and see how that goes. No, we don't need a dog. Dogs are great, <clears throat> and I love dogs, but you know, yeah. uh, I mean. They're not that yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Shout I, out to all the moms out there. But I do think I do think living with Alexis and Addie yeah, did give us definitely. a very real understanding. And it's funny when um Alex when Alexis moved in, she was like, This is gonna be the best just let him be. That's this is gonna be the best birth control ever and I was like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean like and the the one thing so I for work, I uh, did an interview. I was directing an interview with a client about Mother's Day. And I interviewed, I think, 12 moms about being a mom. And, like, all of them are like, it's so great. And they're also like, it's the worst. So yeah. they're all like, it's the worst and it's the greatest. And it's also the worst. And if you ever say it's not the greatest, like, I'll kill you. Like It's just like this weird <clears throat> yeah. juxtaposition of... Of, like, love and hate and... (laughs) Not hate. I mean, hate's a strong word, but, like, just, like... And so, for me, the more... And because I was conducting the interviews, I was like, you know, I realize this is weird because I'm a man. Um, I'm also not a parent, so bear with me as I try to ask these questions. And, like, if you have a better question I could ask, like, let me know. And they were all like, no. And, like, like... A lot. It was such a. It was such a. There were women who were didn't get pregnant until they were thirty five. There were moms that had kids when they were nineteen, eighteen. Like there is no right way or wrong way, but I mean I can understand where you might be thinking about those things, and yeah. we talk we talk about that all the time. But it's hard, man. It's it's like it's such a. It's like such an important thing. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, I think we blow it way out of proportion. 
but yeah. I think we we both are just like it's gonna be so hard, and it's gonna be the most, and it, and it will be. Yeah. But also, like everyone has kids. Like it's the best. Like yeah, you fucking yeah. like you figure it out. Like you, there's a shift. It's like you shift into sixth gear as an yeah. as a human. Yeah. You're operating at a level where you're like only worried about yourself, and and then you well, shift into a new gear. Do you remember when we were having uh, we were having lunch with, um, Paul and Ashley and Amy and Jordan when they were visiting yeah. a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and um, we were talking about kids. Because Amy and Jordan have now three beautiful babies. The cutest and, babies ever. Um, we gotta have Amy on again. And we're gonna have both of them on when they're oh here in July, hundred percent. Um, and <laughs> Jude's butt is Jude's. literally on, in my dude. face. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was. That was uh, dangerous. Thank God I didn't drop him. Thank goodness you didn't drop him. Yeah, we're ready for kids. Let me just drop yeah, my just cat. Throw on my head. cat across the room. I didn't. Throw um, him. Uh, but he said, "What's the?" Wor-? He looked to Paul and he said, "What's the worst thing that could happen to you?" And Paul said something about like I don't remember, like something about himself hurting himself or dying or something. Physically then, injured, bodily harm, paralyzed. Else, and it was yeah, same kind of thing. And then he said, "You know, when you're when you're a parent, the worst thing that could happen to you is something." awful happens to your kid like all of a sudden it's not about you ever again it will never be ever about you again and so i used to say oh we're too selfish right now to have kids and your sister changed my wording and encouraged me to say it's not because you're selfish you're just driven and focused on other things right now yeah like our career or being in new york and i do not want to have kids in new york i I'm so amazed at how many people do it, yeah. and that's great on them. And like, more power to you. I will help you carry your care your stroller up the stairs. You pick stairs. up babies on random Delta flights, <laughs> but I will not have a kid in New York. Like, I, I mean, never say never, but I really don't want to have a kid in New York. I would York. love to go back, like five years from now and see where we're at. But yeah, I, I, I it's tough, man. Like, the whole. We we I think I feel like we talk about this a lot. Like, the whole kid thing is just like you know what whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and it's gonna be great or it's not gonna be great. But um, can I kind of switch gears for a second? Yeah. I was looking uh, at our health insurance thing on the New York uh, uh-huh. health board and there were there was adoption paperwork. Oh wow! And that shit is like. Did you look into it? I uh, yeah a little bit. Yeah. It's crazy. Corey and I have agreed that we would really love to adopt. I think in my perfect world that we would have one and then adopt one. I really do want to adopt. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. I, I, should, I should have said, I'm sorry, we want to adopt. No, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'm on board. Uh, this is all kind of fantasy woo-woo yeah, in the future. Yeah, and this was supposed to be an episode about my birthday, and now we're talking about No, you. so let's talk about your birthday. <laughs> so, like, moving in, you're going to be 30, uh, what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to leaving behind? Um, I'm hoping, and I've been working a lot on, as we mentioned earlier, comparison, and I'm working a lot on self-love. I think, um, I think a lot of women, and especially women in their 20s, um, can sympathize with comparison and not loving themselves and being... Ha- hard on their bodies and their appearances and da 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 da. Um, so that has definitely been an inner demon of mine. And so I'm hoping that some of that energy will 
stay behind as I move forward. And I have been doing a lot of work for... Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Feeling yeah. better about that, about myself and where I am and where I am physically and, um, yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking, I'm just looking forward to seeing what this next decade has to offer me and, um, looking forward to being done with school. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, as I kind of talk to other people about where you're going through, I'm like, this is like the last leg. I know. And I feel like whatever chaos is going to be thrown at you is like yeah. gonna be thrown at you now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll handle the rest of the life is going to throw you chaos, but like, this is kind of like the, um, boot camp of chaos. Like yeah. you're doing the hardest thing you've ever done. Cool. Let's throw a bunch of wrenches in your in your plan, which yeah. hap- has happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're such a savage, dude. Anything- yeah, I just, when I when I find myself, like, uh, when was it? Tuesday. Um, Tuesday, I was back from my weekend cooking with um, for the Lazy Wellness Retreat. And then I cooked all day Monday. And I was just so fucking exhausted on Tuesday. And I knew I had to do a little bit of work. And, like, all I wanted to do was lay in bed. And I was like, I told myself, in July... You can you do can it. Rest. You can rest in July, and it's not that far away. Yeah, I can probably actually even rest like the end of June, but yeah. until my paper is done, like it has to be, I it just has to be focus, focus, focus. Like yeah. one of my intentions is thesis, thesis, thesis. Like that's. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what are we my, doing for? You? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so much of my brain capacity is towards my thesis yeah so i actually haven't really reflected too much on what it's going to be to be 30 but um yeah well i'm very much excited to um have a new first number yeah i've uh we started dating when you were in your teens yeah i've seen you almost all the way through your 20s and now i'm gonna see you in your 30s i'm so lucky so lucky to have you and uh i say this all the time the girl i started dating is not the woman that's here now. And I'm so lucky to... But I could say the same about you. Yeah, for sure. Very lucky to have you in my life. Yeah. Um, what are we planning for your birthday? Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, sh- and by we, and I, we can talk about this. Uh, by we, I mean, you Me? know... Huh? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we, so when we sat down, when we said we were going to record this podcast earlier today... Corey was like, you know, you did this amazing thing for me when we did on my the podcast 30th. on my birthday. Oh, well, <clears throat> I, what did we do for your 30th? I don't even remember. Oh, you threw me a surprise party. I thought that was for your 31st. That was for your 30th? That was for my 30th. You threw me like a gigantic surprise party with all my friends oh, yeah. and it was amazing. And like, I, I thought that was your 31st. No, it was my but, 30th. Oh, yeah, it was your 30th. Yeah, and I was feeling insecure was about it was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. And, um, and you were, you were this morning saying like, I didn't plan anything. I was just, well, I was like, I haven't, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at that kind of thing. So like my skill set is not necessarily planning and, and organizing, uh, in that way, in other ways. Sure. But like, and what did I say back to you? And you said, it doesn't matter. Um, I, my love language is time and you know, I just want to spend time with people. You don't need to get me anything. But like, yeah. I mean, like. Well, I think if I can. Yeah, go ahead. More specific. Um, I, I show 
my love through acts of service and time. Right. Um, and I, I think those are pretty even, but I like to receive with through time. Yeah. So I love doing things for other people, giving acts of service of planning you a party and making you feel showered with love and all this thing mm-hmm. on these things on your birthday. But when it's turned around on my birthday, I'm like, we can just do drinks. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a big thing. I don't, yeah. I don't like to have a lot of attention on me. Yeah. And, and I, that's, so that's okay that you didn't yeah. plan anything. I don't need that. And I've told you for birthdays and. Well, hold on real quick. Just, oh, okay. just so people know, like it, it wasn't that I didn't plan anything. I just, we've been in open communication about yeah. what it is you want. So like, exactly, exactly. I don't yes, want people to think that like, I'm not a person that wouldn't plan something. Cause I yeah. did plan your 25th. You did. I planned you a surprise 25th and I wasn't there. I planned yeah. it when I, when I was away. Yeah. Um, so just for those that are wondering, I, I can <laughs> plan a party, but yeah. um, this one, this is a big one. So like yeah. I, and I, more and more when you talk about celebrations or anything, you're just like, I want time with people. And yeah. I mean, um, every year for my birthday and Christmas, I, I say, I'd rather not have anything and I'd rather just go. Yeah. Away and I dude, I love that. Like what a great thing. I mean, I'd rather have experience than your kids gifts. are going to be very lucky. So for <laughs> my 30th, we are um, renting an RV. Yeah, we are. My sister and a friend of mine and, possibly her boyfriend i'm really hoping he comes um and we're driving up to portland maine and back yeah baby i'm really excited about it it's something yeah. that i thought about doing a few years ago for my birthday but it just never really happened and uh, I, I also have camping. friends in portland now too oh you do yeah i do i have some oh. friends from my old job that live up there who uh jilly oh. jilly and oh god damn it i can't remember his name well, we could hit Jillian. Yeah. What's his face and up? What's if his you face want. Up, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I love camping and I love exploring new cities and traveling. And I think it's going to be. I've never been in an. I mean, I've walked into an RV before, but I've never spent time in an we're RV. We're going to have so much fun. So I think it's just going to be. We are going like, to have so much fun. I'm going to be driving. No, we're going to take turns driving. Well, Ew. I don't know. No, it's an act of service oh, that I would love okay. to provide. Okay. As long as you're in the front seat. Controlling the music. I'm happy. Well, I might be in the backseat writing my paper. Playing games. <laughs> yeah. I did. I do. I, I did tell everyone I'm going to have to spend at least an hour, at minimum an hour. I'd rather do two oh, hours easy, a day. Easy. Easy. But yeah, so we're doing that Friday through Sunday. There's a whole bed in the back. You can just lay down. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's going to be such a cool birthday. Yeah. Do you want any type of cake? Um, carrot maybe, cake? Maybe. I mean, my favorite cake is carrot cake. Hey. All right. Um, I'll handle the cake then. Okay. You handle the cake. All right. Um, you are literally the best wife ever. Oh. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, remember Riley being like, Alex says she doesn't want anything for Christmas. That's bullshit. I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. I feel like she's telling the truth. I am telling the <laughs> truth. And I hate it when people, when men, sorry, I'm going to stereotype here, when men assume that women... When they say, when they I don't say, want anything. I don't want a gift, it really means, which I, I, to be fair, I have been around some women who do that. Oh, yeah. Who, like, want, they don't say I what don't they want. I don't want anything. But they kind of do. they get mad at you when they don't get you anything. You've never done that. I am that. not one of those women. I don't, or people, yeah. maybe men do it too, but. But I also think it's healthy for us to talk about this 
because like there may be some people out there that don't understand that there are relationships that exist where like you just I'm have to be fucking honest with your partner. Yeah, like, I know, say but what like you want. Yeah, but like me being transparent with you. Says, say, say what, what you, you mean, need to need to say what you need, need to, to say. say. Yeah. Oh fuck, I thought it was mean to, but you're he right, might it is mean it, to. that might uh, say it is say what you need say what to. you need. So it so is mean. okay, yeah. Fine. But like what I was gonna say was like there are there are thing relationships that exist where like someone can actually say what they mean and yeah. mean it and with no yeah. subcontext or ulterior yeah. motive and just be like yo because you've gotten not i wouldn't say mad you you've you've said i don't want anything for this holiday or whatever and you've meant it and then i've and then you get something and get I'm something like, and you're like you're like me. hey i love this and i really appreciate it but like i told you yeah. specifically to not do this. And it took you a long time to. I know, and I got it gifts. now, and that's it's just hard because I am kind of a gifts guy. Yeah. Not like, I just like giving physical gifts and you know yeah. whatever. So. But my. I know. I, I, I took me thirteen years to learn it. The twenty-five dollar rule. I know. Got the best gift ever. And our first <laughs> anniversary, you gave me my my roller this uh, foam roller water bottle. It's like the fucking best <laughs> gift you've ever given me. And it was, I don't know how much it was, but I Not can't imagine much. it was more than 25. Yeah. yeah. And that sweet little, like, makeup bag that I that I like that says, like, yeah. eat. Eat, pray, love or something. It doesn't say <laughs> eat, pray, love. <laughs> it says, like, eat, workout, repeat or something like yeah. that. Eat, sleep, workout, repeat. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. let's, let's talk about um, funniest thing. Do you want to do that? Funniest thing? Or? Yeah. Okay. You got one? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um... We went, um, it's on theme of 30 birthdays, 30th birthday. We went, um, to, we went to the Catskills. We went to, to the, the Catskills. Um, going to the Catskills. <laughs> um, we went to the Catskills for Nathan's 30th birthday. Um, are we going to go to bed soon? Yeah, we are. He's opening a beer. Here, I got you. Oh, she's got me. Um. So oh, that was a great sound bite. <laughs> you said for Foley. <laughs> um, so we went going to the cat skills. I'm sure people are listening to this like, oh my god, fucking get to just the fucking tell point. What happened in the cat skills? <laughs> what happened the in the cat skills? Fuck <laughs> happened in the cat skills. Are you on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Okay, Derek? so we go to um, a deli. Oh no, a diner. That's the word I'm looking for. We went to a diner and we sit down. It's four of us. And the first thing I noticed when we sit down, I go, there's no music. There's no music. There's it was no music. so quiet. It was so kind of, it was, it was eerie. eerie. It was very- <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Dude, dude. Did we, we just, just say this? <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. It, it was, was crazy. awkward. It was, it was a little awkward. Everyone in there was a hundred years old. <laughs> it looks like John Wick was about to walk in and just blast the place out. <laughs> what? It was Sorry. nuts. Um, it was very quiet in there. And food comes. Corey grabs the ketchup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to he goes to squeeze it. And the ketchup bottle made this sound like it was bearing down, like preparing for what was happening. It was like, <laughs> it was more of like a, oh, <laughs> 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 the ketchup came out. Oh my gosh. You're crazy. 
Oh Here. my gosh, ketchup, it was so funny. Gigantic diner ketchup deuce. And then deuce. I just kept replaying it you in my head. Not Laugh shocked or just came back. But oh, it was so funny. It was like it was bearing down to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Dude, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. You want, a, you want another one from that Yes, trip? send it. So on our way to the diner, Nathan says, oh, I'm glad we are eating before we go grocery shopping. And I was like, yeah, or else we would come back with $300 worth of food. And then Corey goes, yeah, yeah like, like mustard, pickles, and sauerkraut. <laughs> The car went, the car went the silent car went for a second. Bonkers. Well, the after car that. went silent, and then I go, "What?" And then everyone kind of erupted. I'm like, "Who's buying three hundred dollars worth of pickles, sauerkraut, and mustard?" Well, like, and why was that your only three foods that because came like, to mind? Because those are such extra things. Those are but such ex- like one ninety nine. Yeah, but like also like like when you go on a binge drive. You get candy and cookies and no, crackers you when you're hungry. Oven you baked pizzas food. and pastas and like yeah, not mustard pickles and salad. Right, exactly. Crap. That's why I was like, that would be like I don't know. I try to justify it. Oh, I get that what was you're saying. So funny. You really did lose it on that. And then the whole weekend, everyone's like, "Oh, are there pickles and sauerkraut? Where's, Where's the sauerkraut, bro?" But then when when uh, Derek got there, him and um, they bought fucking pickles. <laughs> He's eating a pickle, and I'm like, "Where did you get the pickles from? Was it three hundred dollars?" Oh man, that was really funny. God damn it. Yeah. Anything? Um... Yeah, I have a funny story. So we had a client who works in finance uh-huh. that did a show with us, uh-huh. and he. <gasps> One of the like props was fake one hundred dollar bills. Uh-huh. So we have, not exaggerating, twenty thousand dollars worth of one hundred dollar bills in a fat oh, stack geez. in the office. <clears throat> and so I walk in after the shoot. I was in Kansas. I was in Wichita for this <laughs> fucking. Uh-huh. I was in Wichita working. I don't remember even. It was an industrial lubricant company <laughs> whatever i get back from wichita after like 24 hours of just being exhausted and i walk into the, to the office and there's all these like <laughs> fake 100 bills just like everywhere i'm like okay did you could you tell right away that they were fake or did you i mean they look real yeah like you can buy them off amazon and they look but did you right away know that they were real yeah i fake? mean i right away there was a fat a fat stack of 100 bills i was like these are definitely fake but What's really funny is when I walked in, Shelby said, Hey, one <laughs> of our. Hey, hawker. <laughs> try harder. No, she's like, Hey, did you see that one of our clients paid in cash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was that's dying. a good one. I was dying. That's Shelby a good one, would be a Shelby. great podcast guest. What's she has her own in? podcast um, called the, Pin- the Drinking and Pinterest Show. Very funny. Um, so I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. And she's like, that's funny that you say that because I told that joke to Nathan and he was like, don't ever say that again. So like Nathan <laughs> hated the joke. And I was like, that's really funny. So then <laughs> she started, she started doing, she started, so I'm like, we're all joking about the $100 bills. So Nathan walks in after she told me that joke and I was like, Nathan, did you see that someone paid their bill? <laughs> $100 bill? Oh, you were trying to be a little joke stealer. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, no. 
because I was like, she's like, Nathan hated it. I'm like, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him that joke. So it was between her and I. Uh, I was like, you see that one of our clients paid in all cash? And he, he, he was like doing something. He was like, he put everything down. I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> I wonder why he hated it so not much. Not having it. It gets better. Oh. So amplify it to, we've had two days with all these hundred dollars. Everyone's making like hundred dollar bill jokes. We're all folding them up. I was like crumpling them. Like, could you pass this off at the deli? Like, could you, could you get away with like this? And so today Shelby was going to the deli and before she left, she like, she's like, Hey, she was like a little something for your troubles. <laughs> she, puts, she puts the hundred dollar bill in my hand. <laughs> Nathan's at his desk because our desk he like looks over he's like that's not funny and I'm like this is this shit's fucking funny dude keep it going so we're at the event this evening which is just a lot of drinking and people being silly and we tell the people that we're with about this ongoing gag of like all these hundred dollar bills we have and Shelby's like I'm gonna go to the bathroom I'll be right back so <laughs> we're, she comes back to the group we're like hanging out and like like um, someone's like, oh, I'm going to go get a drink. And she pulls out the hundred dollar bill. a little something for your trouble. It's so It's all between the group. And then as we're leaving, one of our contacts at the business, like, knows about the joke, hasn't been privy to it. As we're leaving, she pulls it out one more time and goes, a little something for your trouble. And I'm like, dude, it's never going to get Shelby over. did it's, it again? Yeah, she did it like four times, dude. It's, Shelby is a fucking genius. And I love her. She is amazing. She's so funny. But like, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of just like hammering jokes. If they're fucking funny it's a and it was fake Nathan just rolling his eyes yeah he's like, like crazy. he was on the chain he was like it has to stop <laughs> it's, it's so funny and you I, know what I'm, would be best if nathan pulled out a hundred dollar bill and he was like a little something you for you to stop, stop. <laughs> get on board nathan get on board nate get on board dude we just said an hour and 20 minutes oh my god yeah wow it's a good one this is a good one. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, you were blowing and going. <laughs> Literally blowing Literally and blowing going. Literally blowing and going. Do you have anything stupid or embarrassing that you did? Oh, God. Or that you can think of? Any stupid... Oh, since it's birthday. Any stupid or embarrassing birthday things you've done? Oh, birthday. Done. I got really drunk on your 30th. <laughs> well, that wasn't your fault. No, it wasn't. That was a third party. That was a third party. Double... Feeding you double drinks. That was damn near illegal moon, rude i was gonna say mean and then i was gonna say rude and it came yeah, out moon yeah. yeah damn near mercury rising um <laughs> stupid or embarrassing i mean i don't know i do embarrassing <clears throat> shit all the time uh no i had like a i mean embarrassing i had a very awkward interaction in the hallway at work where like this <sighs> like at franklin right now She's gonna get him. <laughs> Fucking get him, Franklin. Um, I had this awkward interaction. Um, uh, actually, can I can I flip it and do like a positive, like a sure. like a positive? You can so do like, the fuck you want. I was coming back from Wichita. Why do you say that in airports? <laughs> such a weird spit. Wichita is great, and I could talk. I learned a lot about elitist mentality of oh, like my own. Yeah. Like I was like I've 
went in there feeling very elitist and then like as i talked to the people in that area i was like okay like Maybe that's there's a most embarrassing no no, no. i know i gotta get to it oh, um well that could be well i mean yeah yeah i i i had a lot of interaction in wichita that kind of changed my thinking about middle america um which we can talk about at another podcast yeah but I had an, an awkward interaction in the hallway at work that I want to talk about because, uh, and it made me think of Wichita because this person, we got new management in the building mm-hmm. and the people that are cleaning <coughs> are like, are cleaning the place and like making it nice are like older than our parents. And so I like, I had a lot of like, I've tried to be like nice to them and, and, and you know, whatever, but like, it was a little awkward um, but this, this old sweet, sweet old man who's doing a, a bunch of repairs and he was walking down the hallway and like, he has a hard time walking oh and, uh, gosh. yeah, he's like a hard time walking around, but he's like fixing all this stuff. And I was like, you know, grateful. We've talked a couple of times and I'm walking down the hallway. He knows where our office is. And like, I go to the right and then he goes to the right and then you go to the left. He goes to the left. I go to the left. He goes back to the right. And like the entire way down the hallway. So it's like, all I could think of was going like, um, Bum, 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 like you know and so uh and so like by the end of it we like end up bumping into each other and i like i'm like oh i'm so sorry and, like i grab his shoulders and then i like kind of like did like a little dance i'm like oh we're dancing he doesn't speak good english he probably thought i was a weirdo but i felt very awkward oh yeah but i just I, you know i just like cringing inside but just yeah it was weird but also like to the other positive story I want to say was like at the airport, um, there was a couple as we were waiting for our Uber, you know, me, I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. It's me and Steven. I'm so tired. This couple had two kids, definitely under three, two, yeah, two under three and a half. And they have more bags than anyone waiting for an Uber. And the Uber driver wouldn't pull in because at LaGuardia, there's like a whole designated zone. Yeah. He like wouldn't pull in. And so they're like, the dad is like freaking out. This guy will pull up because they're in the gray zone. And I'm like looking at him. I'm like, all right. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, man, can I help you get to the car? Because the wife had both kids. I'm like, let me yeah. just like, let me just help you get your bags. So he's like, he's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's great. <clears throat> um, but the wife was like, I need to get these. I need something's happening. I need to get the kids into the car. So the wife and the husband both go. I'm like, Steve. Wash the bags. So, like, I, Aww. yeah, I was, like, carrying the bags to the car. And uh, basically, like, I just got all the bags. I loaded all the bags in. And I just, like, I was, like, bye. I just left. And I was, like, that's, s- s- hopefully someday that will come back to me. 100% it will. But also, just, like, people need to be doing more of those things. I'm not, like, trying to stand on some, like, moral high ground. It's just, like, Tony, our old neighbor, who I love, said something to me recently that like really affected me. He was like, be a hero. Yeah. Be a hero. And that was in context to the hallway smelled like fucking trash because this downstairs neighbor had put their trash outside. And he's like, be a hero. Take the trash out. I was like, anyone can be a hero at any point. Yeah. And it was it was super profound. So <clears throat> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I have something embarrassing. What did you do? Embarrassing. Um I'm not really that embarrassed about it, but um, I feel that I could get um, a lot of judgment for it. <coughs> so we got to figure out what's ever going on with there. 
I know. Um, um, I, there's a specific, we talked, I'm going to full circle it. We talked about liking certain artists. There's an artist that I like. I like their music. I like what they put out, but I don't actively seek their music. Um, like there's albums that they've put out where I'm like, cool. Yeah. I've heard like a couple of songs on them, but not everything. And, um, the reason why I don't admit it and it's again, I don't dislike them. They're just not my favorite. It's Queen Bee, Beyonce. Oh. And I feel like I would get shamed big time. I have an unpopular opinion about Beyonce as well. I like her music. Yeah, but she's again, not my I queen. I don't. She's not everything. When her album, I, I don't think yeah. I've ever listened to a full. You're album not alone. Of hers. You're not alone. She's. I know I'm not alone. Um. Very talented, but like way overhyped. Okay, yes, I agree. Very talented. I've I listen to her singles and love her stuff. If someone tells me like, oh, listen to this song, I'll listen to it. Halo, I'm crying. Oh, I don't like that song. (laughs) It's a little too corny for me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Solid. That's how I feel about Beyonce. Oh wow, but I I do feel like if I were to say that out loud more, people would judge me. Yeah. Okay. And I'm fine with being judged for, but again, it's not that I dislike her. So I just don't don't actively seek her music, Mm -hmm. and I don't have no idea what her last album was. I know she put out Lemonade, and I think she put out an album after that. She did a Netflix thing, I think. She did it, which I do want to watch. I do want to watch. I do want to watch that because I know that she is an extremely hard worker. Oh yeah, she's like the extremely hard worker. I know that. And I appreciate it. it. Seems that she's very involved with her music, and I always appreciate that when pop artists are involved with their music because it's she's rare. the Michael Phelps of music. I would say, like, she has more. Or is she the female modern Michael Jackson? Oh no, we can't say Michael Jackson. You haven't seen the documentary. But That's I'm not, a I'm no. I'm talking about musically. No. Mm. She is like okay. Who's a good example? She, who is Beyonce? <laughs> I'm, whatever I say, I'm gonna be wrong, and Who people are gonna hate me. Beyonce? I don't know. Beyonce's amazing. I just don't really yeah, care for so all my, of her music. That's my most embarrassing. I'm sorry, Queen Bay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not dissing you, but I'm not gonna be in the front row of your concert or the back row of your concert. Probably. I'd yeah, I won't buy tickets. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a taste thing. I mean, yeah, it goes back to like. I guess I don't like spicy. Food. food you don't so basically you don't like pitbull <laughs> i don't i also don't like pitbull yeah fuck pitbull of all of the music on all of the planet <laughs> if i could eliminate one artist it would be pitbull i fucking hate pitbull music yeah i'm down for that well when this podcast comes out tomorrow is my <laughs> 30th so really it's my birthday eve right now <gasps> oh my god oh my god you look like Chelsea Peretti right there. I and I couldn't be more in love with you, because you are happy. What is going I think on? My your whole face is closing in on itself. Oh, your we face is to, super we need, red. We need to stop. We need okay, to stop. okay, we're gonna cut. All right, love you. Bye. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting. I'm cut. You okay. need to go look in the mirror. Oh boy. <laughs>